Okay, I'll tell you where we're up to. We're up to Yudtes Amadalov. Yudtes Amadalov, one, two, three. Fourteen lines from the bottom. Fourteen lines. Okay. Nice amit of a chalafayim. Now we said the Mishnah brought nice amit of a chalafayim. That means the people who are carrying the oran, the coffin, whether they're chayev kriyashma or poter kriyashma. So nice amit of a chalafayim. That's just that line. Now the Gemara goes and explains. Ton Rabbon, ain't my seen as I may somach la kriyashma. We don't take out a mess, sort of when it's time, when it's close to the time of reciting Shema, because the reason being, because if you take it out in the very early morning, for example, and you estimate that by the time you come back, there'll still be time for Kriya Shema, it could be that the, the burial, the, the, it will take longer than expected. Perhaps the hole is not right. It's happened before, you know, they had to, sort of, the hole had to be made a bit bigger, or the tachricha didn't fit, or, or the traffic, you never know. And therefore you might come back later than the Zman Kriyashima, right? So then you shouldn't do it. Well, when is the latest time for Kriyashima? Now we learned in the Mishnah, in Zaftes, I think, that Rabbi Hudu, when we passed in Tachan like that, three hours. Three hours of the day, because that's when Bnei Malochim get up, of Kumecha, three hours of the day you've got yeah, till the mantra. Pardon? Yeah, I'm fiddle. Yeah, exactly. A quarter, quarter of the day, three hours. How do we get there? Three hours of the day. Now, we all know that if you look at the, the, the um, on the notice board, you'll have a Moganavram and you'll have a, a Gro, a Vilnagov. Right? And the Gorn's time is always later. So what's it based on? They both agree that's a quarter of the day. But the machlaikas between them is when does the day start and when does the day finish? The Mogan Avram has got the earlier time. He says that the day starts with Alasa Shachar, with dawn, and ends with Sesachachovim. The Gorn says the day starts with Netzachama, with sunrise, and finishes Bishkirsachamo. When the sun sets. With Allah Sashacha, with dawn. And it ends off with Sesakachovim. That is before you can see the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Long before. Long before. But as soon as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the beginning. Mamish dawn, yeah. And Sesakachovim is when it's night, three stars come out. That's what Mogan Avram says. That the, the Gorn says we go from Neitzachamo till Shkiasachamo. From Neit, from sunrise till sunset. Right? And therefore it turns out that the times are different. Because sun, yeah. Sunrise doesn't mean that the total sun is up or is it only yeah, yeah, when it first uh, sounds, yeah, yeah. not that the whole sun is up. Above no, no, when it no, starts, sun starts, starts rising. But there's not, there's not that much different no, from the time. I know what you mean. Yeah, you yeah. Something of the sun. Yeah. 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 So, so that's why, now you can understand why the Gorn's time is later. Because his time, his time, everyone agrees it's a quarter of the day. Three hours was a quarter of the day, but the Gorn's quarter hour of the day is later thing because it starts later, and it finishes earlier. So that's the point. So anyway, so we're digressing, but I'm just explaining. Now, Rabbeinu Yoyna here says 
if you remember when we learned the Gemara previously, we said, when is the optimum time? When is the best time for Kriya Shema? Just before Netzachamo. Because really, you should have Shemun Esra with Net. Right? And therefore, Shema should be just before. So when we say here, it means when you know it's unlikely that you will be back for Netzachamo. That's what the Rabbeinu Yonah says. But whatever the time is, whether it's the God time, whether it's the Mogan Avram time, whether it's Netzachamo, if you know that the, the possibility is that there might be some delay, so don't take it out in case, in case there is a delay. So according to the God, yeah. who says we start counting from this, yeah. you'd be allowed to say Krishna before the time that you even start counting the days. Because you can say Krishna before Shkia? Yeah. Before Nets of Khamer? Yes, you can. According but to the, the Mongolian role, when, where do you start counting from? From Allah Sashacha. Could you say before Allah Sashacha? Um, well, you can't. No, it's a right. I don't so know. You can't. Yeah. Wrong, you can't. You cannot say Krishna before the time of starting to, to count the Yeah, yeah, yeah. But according to the goal, even though yeah. you can't, you are allowed to say yeah. before the time you even start. Correct. So there's a difference in, not only in time, it's a whole difference in, in, in idea, yeah. Yeah, but the point is here, you're right. But here we're not talking about the time when you start saying Krishna, we're saying at the time when you finish Krishna. So in other words, because there might be a delay. But the whole true. But the point is like this. Don't take out a mace since there's a possibility that by the time you'll have a delay, and by the time you come back from burying the mace, it will be past the Zman of Krishna. The Zman according to this one is that time, this one is that time. But that's not the important point. The important point is if you know, or not if you know, just don't take it out when it's, it, look at the words of the Okay? So in other words, when the hour is close to the time of Krishna, don't take a mace out because you might, because they might miss the time of Krishna because by the time they come back, it'll be the Zman of Krishna finished. Is there anything called the Diavat, both for Mogan and for the Gorn? Yeah, I mean, you can say, yeah, yes, you can carry on, you can carry on, but you don't get the schar of saying it in the midst of his manna. You can carry on. The mischilu, however, that's what we said, the Mishnah said that, you get a, a schar ke'ilu korobatorah. The Mishnah actually said that in Daftes. If you say it later, you still got a mitzvah, but only it's a mitzvah ke'korobatorah, it's not the mitzvah of Kriyashima. However, the imischilu, what happens if they already took it out for the Kavura, hoping that they will be back in time, yes. and then it took longer than expected, then a Mafsikim, once they've already taken the maze out, it's not considered a covered on maze to bring it back. Once you've already taken it out, you do the Kavura and then you come back. And if you happen to miss Krishna, so you've missed it. We were not, we're not Mafsik, it's not a covered on maze. Break the Mara'ena, that's not so. Rabbi Yosef, of course, Rabbi Yosef was taken out very close to the time of Krishna. I am for the Gemara, Adam Choshev Shani. And Adam Choshev, an important person such like Rabbi Yosef, is different. Because since there's an Indian of the Kavura should be as quickly as possible, 
Therefore, we say, if it's an ordinary person, wait till after the Zaman Kriyashima and then take him out. But Odom Choshev, like Rabbi Yosef, they didn't want to keep him waiting at all. And therefore, even though it might have conflicted with the time of saying Kriyashima, there could have been a possibility. I mean, the Gemara doesn't say. But there could have been a possibility that when they came back from Rabbi Yosef's Levaya, they, they would have missed Kriyashima. That doesn't matter. Odom Choshev, shiny. You can't say no, no, because it no, because here is Efshelakaim Shneim. Yeah. So now we say before again, this is headlines. is headlines. The Gemara says Tom Those who are occupied with listening to a Hesped, and then the time of Shema arrives. So they say like this, If the mace is lying in front of them, and Rashi's got two Pshosim in there, either it means literally lying in front of them, or it means in the same room, a bit further away, it doesn't have to be lying right in front of them, but it's in the same room. Then, Nishmotim Echod Echod Vakarin. Then each person, one by one, should sort of go out of the room and say Shema. Why do they have to go out and say Shema? Because they can't say Shema in front of the maze because it's considered Loigla Rosh, Cherevaseu. We said Loigla Rosh means you're mocking the poor. This is, that's the reason why you have to put your tzitzis in in the basic forest because it's, it's, it, it, you, the, the, the person who is, uh, who's dead, he can't do the mitzvahs anymore. So therefore you mustn't say Kriya Shema in front of him, but since, since, since you, since you've got the Chiv of Kriya Shema, Nishmosim Echol Echol because it's, it's for everybody to go, to go and start saying Krishna and there wouldn't be a call to mace. So they slowly slip out one by one and say Krishna. However, but if the mace is not in front of them, meaning it's in a different room, or according to the second shot in Rashi, it's in the same room, but it's not directly in front of them, then they can sit and say the Shema together, which at Lahaira appears to be that you have to stop the Hesbud. Because we're saying they're in the same room as what the Hesped is. And they have to all together say Krishma. Which means the Hesped's got to stop. And they all say Krishma. They all sit and say Shema together. Because they don't go out. Because the mace is not in front of them. As we learn from here, one has to sit for Krishna. As a Gavuch, nothing to do with the... Yeah, because normally you sit for Krishna. Normally. So the Hain Yoshim Vakarin. I mean, if you're standing up... Yeah, there's... Yes, if, if you're sitting down, then you shouldn't stand up. But if a person, say, for example, is, is doubling, is doubling standing up, he doesn't have to sit down, Krishna. It's only if you sit down and then you get up, you can't. So since normally a person is, is sitting down when he says Krishna, then if he uses a lot of Hain Yoshimikarin, they sit down, they say Shema together. But who He has got to keep quiet. Why has he got to keep quiet? Why can't he join in the Krishna with them? Because he's an Ainan. The mace's front that is there, it hasn't been buried yet, is an Ainan, and Ainan cannot uh, say any Tvila. Can't say Krishna, can't Davin at all. So he, he has got to be Yashiva Daimon, he's got to sit quietly. Now, then Hem Mismalim, then they stand up, and they can Davin Shemanesra. Who Aymed, he stands, and you can't Davin Shemanesra because he's an Ainan. Who Aymed, Umatsik Alavasadin, Vaima. Masik Alova Isadim means he accepts Hashem's judgment that 
of somebody close to him, a relation, has it was nifter. And what does he say? Rivaino alomim, master of the universe. How be fonecha? I have sinned a lot. This is the Oval is saying this. The Einan. And you have not punished me, you punish me only a thousandth, one thousandth of what I really deserve. May it be the will of you, Hashem Elokeinu, that you seal the holes, our breaches, or Princess Kalamcha on the holes of Amcha, your people, in mercy. Meaning, I haven't, I've only received one thousandth of the punishment I really deserve. And therefore, if you give any further punishment, do it Barachamim. And likewise, if you give any punishment to anyone in Kali Israel, do it Barachamim. So this is what he says while the people are davening, he says this. A person should never speak like that. Right? In other words, the saying that Kushbalchu was punishing him less than he deserves. Why? Because you're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. Right? Because Rashi says, by doing so, he's asking for more punishment. The Om Rav Shim Ben Lashlokish, says, very well known, saying, We learned to price on the name of You should never give Sotan an opening. In other words, Sotan, he is the prosecutor in Shemayim, and if you give him an opening to demand that you should be punished, and that you deserve to be punished, then you'll say to Hashem, listen, this man deserves to be punished, and he, agree, he, he agrees that he deserves to be punished, so don't open your mouth. For Amr of Yosef, and Rav Yosef says, micro, what possible is there to, 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 to back this up, to support this idea that you should never open your mouth to the Sultan, never sort of, uh, ask for clawless? My cross, and there, as it says, the posuk says, "Kimak kistoim hoyinu." This is a posuk in Yeshaya, which says like this: Had we, if Hashem wouldn't have left a small remnant left of us, just a little bit of Klal Yisrael, we would have been like Sadai, meaning we would have been completely destroyed. Maya had the lehunda novi. Kistoim hoyinu l'amar into yinu. It's 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 in a. Yeah, it's in, uh, it's, it's in one of the Haftiras. It's one of the Haftiras. I think it could be, could be in the Haftira of, 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 yeah, somewhere there. Yeah. So, Maya Adluhu Novi, what does the Novi say after in the very next posset? Shimu Devar Hashem Kitsine Sadaim. Listen to the words Hashem, O rulers of Sadaim. In other words, you opened your mouth and mentioned about Sadaim, which was completely destroyed. So therefore, they immediately they come back and say, Kitsine, the, 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 the novice says, Kitsine Sadaim. So in other words, don't open your mouth in a negative way, because this could have a negative effect. Very important. So in other words, what we're saying is that this oval, who turns around, and we said that he says a tzvila, that I've only, a punishment, you've only given me a thousandth of what I really deserve, so says, says Abai, you must never say that. Because if you say that, it's like as if Sultan will say to Hashem, look, this man deserves, you know, he, he himself has admitted that he needs more punishment. So, you know, they look at whether he deserves it or not. Okay. Carry on. Kovru is a mace, the Chosru. 
they bury the dead and then we said like this the, the Mishnah said as follows if they're able to begin and finish Kriya Shema before reaching the Shura because the Shura is the road that they make for the Avelim so if from the time you're going from the Kever to the Shura if you at the time of Kriya Shema has arrived and you haven't said Kriya Shema then you've got to assess if you're able to finish it if you feel you're able to finish it by the time you get to the Shura say it if you feel you're not you can't says the Gemara like this the Mishnah implies from the Mishnah it's Mashma that only if they're able to begin Kriya and complete all of it in other words you can say the whole of Kriya then you should say it but if there's only enough time to just to say one parak of Shema or one posuk, then you shouldn't begin for a minute but we have the following price which is contrast it's opposite it says exactly the opposite after you bury the dead and you can return back from the um, base of and you're, you're to the Shura if you're able to begin and complete a philoperic echod even one peric or one posik of Shema before reaching the road they should do so so we see that it's not necessary to have to recite the whole of Shema but one peric or one posik is enough so in other words from our Mishnah it's mashma that you have to finish the whole from when you go from the Kavura to the Shura only if you assess you're able to finish the whole of Krishna. But the Brisa says that even if you can finish one parak, one paragraph of Shema, or one posuk, it's enough. That's a kasha. No, that's what our Mishnah says. Our Mishnah says the words of the Mishnah as follows. If you can start and finish. It doesn't say Veligma is kolo. It's just the Gemara said it implies the ligma means the whole of Krishna. So now we're explaining it doesn't mean fit ligma, it doesn't mean finish the whole of Krishna. It means a fellow in Michael Lahaskal Veligma, I feel a peric echod, I feel a posak echod. Even if you can finish just one peric or one posak, Ashura before you reach Ashura, Yashilu you should start. But if not, you should not start. So in other words, it's not stira between the Mishnah and the and the Bryser, because the Bryser says, even if you can only say one posse or one parak, you should say it. And our Mishnah, which says you can't finish, doesn't mean you can't finish the whole of creation, right? It means you can't finish the posse or the parak. So they're both saying exactly the same. So there's no problem there at all. Next thing. I'm in Bashura. Now, what we say, this is interesting. You see, we're standing in the row. So what we said like this. The inner ones, the ones, in other words, who can see the oval, you've got Ashura. Okay, so normally you've got two rows, but sometimes if there's a lot of people at Leviah, you might have three, four, five rows on each side. So then what was, what the mission said is the inner ones, in other words, the ones in the, presumably the one who are in the front row, they have got to, they don't have to say Krishna, because they're being Menachem novel, they can see. But those in the outer rows do. So now the Gemara elaborates on this. Ton Rabbonon. Shura Haraya Panima Patura. Those standing in a row, in a row, which got a view to where the Avelim are standing, don't, don't recite Kriya Shema. Now, the, the Mephoshim explain in Rashi 
that this refers to not the, only the front row, but the second row as well. Why? Because the front row, obviously, they can see the oval. It's right in front of them. But the second row can look through the shoulders of the people in front of them, and they can also see the oval. So in other words, but by the time you get to the third row, it's too far. There's too many people in front of you. But the second row is also included, and they're also put off from Kriyashima. So, Shurash Haraya Pnima Paturah, Shain Haraya Pnima Chayem, those standing further back than the second row, yeah, they have to, what do you call it, they, uh, they have to say Shema. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, no, there's a completely different criterion. It's nothing to do with whether you can see the oval or not, you see the oval. What's it dependent on? Haboy Machmasa Oval, anybody who came in order to be Menachem Oval, in order to comfort them, the, the oval, is Paturin. That means to say, according to Rabbi Yehuda, even if you're in the fifth row, and you can't see the Avelim, but you came along in order to be a Machmodel, you are part of Kriyashima. However, Machmas Atzmon Chayovin. But if you just came along out of curiosity, you just wanted to see what was happening, you saw a lot of people coming, so you followed them to see what was happening, but you're not interested in being Menachemovel, then you are Potter. And that means even if you're on the first row, because even if you're on the first row and you can so see the... One? So yeah, yeah, even if you're on the first row and you can see the oval, since you just came for yourself, you're high for Krishna. Exactly. So it's nothing to do. First one says it depends on whether you can see that oval or not. And Rabbi Yehuda says it's nothing to do with seeing the oval or not. It's to do with whether you've come to be Menachem Oval. In other words, because you know him and you come to be Menachem Oval. Or you just come along, you had nothing much to do that afternoon, you, you saw a lot of people passing, so you thought, I'll go on a bit of an outing, I'll follow the crowd, and, but you're not really interested in being a Menachem Oval, you're just going there out of curiosity. Such a person, even if he sees the Avelim, even if he's in the front row, he's Chayv Krishma. Right. Now we start a completely new topic. Omar of Yehud very interesting topic. Hamotik Kalaiba Big Dai. A person is walking down the road and suddenly he realizes, Oi vai, my beged, my garment has got sharpness in it. What does he do? Poshdana Philippashuk says, Gomorrah, you've got to take it off. And we're talking about in the olden days, they used to wear, it's not like us where we wear layers, we wear vests and, and, and shirts and cardigans and all the rest of it. They had one long gown and suddenly realized that one long gown has got sharpness in it's walking down the road I know what do I do says the Gomorrah he's got to take it off and even though it's a complete lack of dignity because he's going to be standing naked in the middle of the street doesn't matter why my timer what's the reason this is a posuk in Mishli which translated means there's no wisdom no understanding and there's no eights and no advice, Lenegad Hashem against Hashem. Meaning, the Gemara carries on to explain. We learn from this like this. Whenever there's a Chil Hashem, we don't worry about giving respect to a Rav. What that means is as follows. There's a Halacha that a Talmud is not allowed to paskan in front of his Rav. So what this Gemara is saying is, if however, the Rav Paskin something, which the Talmud knows is wrong, and it's going to result in a Chilol Hashem, then Ein Cholken covered the Rav, you do not have to give covered the Rav, and the Talmud 
can so say bat in and say no I think the halacha is as follows and others contradict the rov now the Gemara takes us more broadly that is what Enchol can cover the rav mean but the Gemara takes us more broadly and namely says that any human dignity does cannot weigh against a chalashem right so in the in our case of Shatners you've got a chilol Hashem because the person is doing an Avera to Arisa like Silbar Shatnes and therefore ein chokhmav ein tvunav ein eitzel and neged Hashem means where chilol Hashem is going to happen therefore human dignity doesn't come into it and therefore the fact that this man is now he's got to take his clothes off and he's going to stand naked in the street that doesn't matter because the, because the reason why he dresses is human dignity but human dignity does not go against what is a chaloshem right it's a strange so you know if you happen to see sort of a naked person walking down the road yeah. don't think he's lost his marbles it might be he suddenly realises he's got shadows basically ask the Gemara Kasha Kovros Amais and it could be this is why I haven't seen that written, but it could be this is why the Gomorrah goes on to a totally different subject, because we talk about Krishna what is this, Ein Chochma Vein walking around naked in the street, but it says Meisve, the Gomorrah asks Akasha from Kovruus Ames, which we've just been talking about Kovruus Ames, the Chosru they bury the dead and they were accompanying the Oval who was returning from the base of Kvoros and before them lay two roads Achas Tahira, the Achas Tomeo. One which was a Torah road, and the other one was Tomei. Rashi explains, because it passes over a caver. You've got to pass over a caver. Now, then we say as follows. Bob Asahira, if the Oval takes the Torah road, Boyn Imai Batira, then all the other people, obviously, can accompany him down the, the Torah road. Now, what happened? Now, here comes the Chiddush. If the Oval decides to take the road with the, of the Tome Road, Boyn Imai Batuma, then they can all take the Tome Road with him. And as the Mephoshim explains, Mashma, even a Kayan as well, because he doesn't say any difference between Israel and a Kayan, even a Kayan can be Matame himself, which is an Isidoraisa. Mishum Kavaida, out of respect for the Oval. So, in other words, if you've got a Tome Road where you have to go over a Kava, and you're going to be matami yourself. However, Mishumal covered of the oval, the Chachomim said you're allowed to follow. You've got to, you got you're allowed to go with him on that road. Ask Gemara, am I why? The same question that we had. The, the, the reason why a person has got sharpness must take off his clothes is because ain Chacham of ain of human dignity doesn't count here as well, right? It's human dignity because you want to honour this this oval. You don't want him to walk on your own. But how can you do that, particularly a kind if he's going to be matame himself? Ain't chokhmav, ain't tzvunot Hashem. And so this is a derisa. Answers the Gemara. No, it's not an this derisa. To Gemara of Abba, the base of pras drabonon. But Abba interpreted this brisa, this story of this sort of uh, idea of whether you can go with an oval down a Tome road or down a tire road. We're talking about a base of pras. Now, base of pras is only to Rabbonon. Now, let me tell you what a base of pras is. A base of pras is as follows: you've got a field, and it contains in it a caver, and it's been ploughed over, right? 
and because the grave has been been ploughed over one is concerned that fragments of bone might have been spread around the field and therefore if they're a certain size the size of a barley then they are matame right now midurisa a base of pras is no problem I can't hang on a base of pras why? because it's it's highly unlikely that the plowshare remember when it's ploughed it's talking about the plough has got to go very deep to reach a buried corpse and it's very unlikely that that, is, that, that would happen therefore midurisa there's no problem in going in what you call this base of pras the Rabbonon said it's also we'll see in a minute why and therefore it's like this what, we, what was the question? Our question was, you are allowed to, even a kind can allow me an oval if he's going down a road which is Tommy, which has got a kava. I, it's an Isadoraisa, and since an Isadoraisa ain't chokhmah, ain't you're not allowed to do it. The answer is, you're right. If it was a Doraisa, you couldn't do it. But here, we're not, it's, it's a base of pras. A base of pras is only to rub on. Since it's Rabbonon, we have a claim Omru, the Haim Omru, which means, right, since they set the rules, in other words, they're the one, Bidaraisa, it's okay to go in this space of Pras, but the Rabbonon say it's not okay to go against the Pras, so they set the rules, they can say when it applies, right? And therefore, when they wanted to show respect to an Oval, they suspended this din of going into a base of Pras. And now the Gemara brings two rayas that a base of pras is a drabonon. The Omrebihudamashmal, A man who can cross and go uh, in a field which is considered a base of pras, where we've got this caver where the fragments of bone might have been spread out. And you know what he can do? He can blow on the ground. Right? As he walks, he can blow on the ground. So that will sort of push away any fragments of bone that were there. Now, the point is like this. That's a very superficial, unsophisticated way of doing it. Because if you blow the bones there, how do you know if you're going to be able to blow all the bones out of the way? So, so explains Rashi, it's obviously it's a cooler because it's only a drabolon. If it was a deriser, then they would never be allowed a leniency just to blow the fragments away. So that's about, since it's a drabonon, they say that, you know, it's a kula, they give a leniency that you can just blow it away. So that's one proof that a base of process is a drabonon. And second of all, Omrev Hudabar Ashimish made a I'll give you a second proof that a base of process is a drabonon, because we say base of process, base of process that was trampled upon, in other words, many people use it as, a, as to go through a thoroughfare, to walk through. Therefore, it's trampled, right? And it's smaller then than Kadasha, like a, a barley thing, it was not a tummy, and therefore we're not worried about it. Now again, if it was Dereisa, we wouldn't say that, because how do we know that every single bone that was there was crushed? It could be that some bones are not crushed. So Elamai, such a leniency would only be allowed if it is a drabonon. So to, to, to uh, resume, to say again, the question was, we're allowed to go and Oval is, is, goes down a Tommy Dicker road, you're allowed to accompany him. I, we said you can't do this. The answer is, that's only with derisers. But here we're talking about, when you talk about a road with a grave, we're talking about a base of pras. A base of pras is only also Midrabamon. 
made Rabbanon, that's a different story. Since the Rabbanon were the ones who made the rules about Beis Pras, they can say when those rules don't apply, when you suspend the rules. Similarly, Toshma, the Omer Rebelezer Bat Sodok. Rebelezer Bat Sodok said, and remember, Rebelezer Bat Sodok, says Rashi, was a Kayan. Medalgin Hoyino, we've, we've had this Gemara, I think, in Daft Tess. We had this. Medalgin Hoyino Algabay Arainus Shalmesim. We would jump over the coffins of dead people, Likras Malcha Yisrael, in order to greet the kings of Yisrael. Veloy Likras Malcha Yisrael Bulvad Omru. And not only do they say you should go to such lengths to greet Malcha Yisrael, it's a mitzvah to, to, to give honor to them. But even you do so in order to see non-Jewish kings as well. Why? If you, Rashi explains, Yiska means you have the merit to see, to, 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 to witness the Moshiach, then Yavchin, you will be able to tell the difference between the honor the far greater honor that's given to Malkin Yisrael than to Malkin Avdekachovim. And that's why you should see them. So it says, now, what does he say? He was a Kayan. And he said, Medalgin Hoyinu Agabe Mesim. Now, if a Kayan goes, jumps over a, a an Oran, what's going to happen? He's going to become Tommy. So how can we do this? Why? What's the Kasha? Am I? Why? Why was it allowed to jump over the Arinus in order to give honor to the king? Lame and Isadaraisa, Ain Chokhma Ben Tvuna Ben Hashem. You can't do it. So, in line with what we said about before about uh, Shatnas, when it comes to Isadaraisa, you can't do it. Ain Chokhma Ain Eitzva Ain Chokhma Ain Tvuna Hashem. So, how could they go over the Arinus? Which was Tommy. Answer the Gemara, Kedarova. The answer is like what Robert said. The Omar Robert, Robert said like this. Tvatira, midaraisa, oil, koshiyesh, boy, chalal, tefah. You've got an oil. So we all know that if you've got a mace under one roof, then anyone who's sitting in that aisle becomes tomate because you're under one roof. So oil, koshiyesh, boy, chalal, tefah. That if you've got, as long as there is a difference of one tefach between the mace and the roof, then anything above the roof is not going to be Tommy. So say, for example, take this room here. You've got Lailenu, a mace lying on the floor here. Anyone who is under the roof, and under the same roof as a mace, will become Tommy. What is be, since, since the mace is lying here, and there's a big distance between there and the roof, anything on top of the roof will not be Tommy. But if there's not a tefah, then there is no barrier in front of the tumma and it will go straight up. Now, most coffins got at least one tefah of empty space between the mace and the top of the coffin. So therefore the coffin can act as a chadzit, as a barrier, and the tumma stays inside it. So in other words, you've got an oran, you've got a mace, and lies in it, most mason, there will be a, 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 what do you call it? There'll be, uh, a, a, a distance of at least one tefach between where the mace is lying 
and the lid of the Oran. So if, if that's the case, then Midoraisa it's okay. So Midoraisa, it would be allowed for a coin to climb over a coffin. Right? Because the Rav, you go according to the Rav, and Rav Aronis have got a halal tefach, a distance of an empty space between the mace and the lid of a tefach. So there's no problem. I why did Rabbonon say you shouldn't do it? But the Chachomim came along and laid down a gzera that even those Aronis, the coffins, that do, that, that have got enough airspace, they've got a tefach there, you still shouldn't go over them. Why? Mishum Abraham, on account of those coffins that don't have enough airspace, they made a gzera. So midaraisa nochamon, midaraisa, you can go over an orum because Rav Aronis have got a space of a tefach between the mace and the lid. But the Rabbon and Gzeira came along and made a gzera and said, even those that have, you shouldn't even go over those that have got a tefach space. Why? In case you might come to go over an oron which hasn't got a tefach space. So since this is only a gzera to Rabbonon, where it was necessary to honor the royal family, kings, therefore a kind can climb over a coffin which is blocking the road, in order to go and greet the Melech. Again, it's the same idea of Heim Omru the Heim Omru. Since Midrabonon, they were the ones who set the rules, and they said you cannot jump over a coffin, it's a gazera, because in case you might jump over a coffin which hasn't got halal tefach, therefore they said in this case like this, you can do it because you're going to greet the royal family. Toshma. Just go a little bit further. Toshma, Goru Kovod Abrius, Shadoicha Es Loisasa Shebatoira. Kovod Abrius, human dignity. Kovod Abrius is something very important. You know, I'll tell you something interesting. Ryoshibar Solovaychik, he, he made, he passed the following. I've seen it in black and white. That, you know, sometimes if you, Bamitsa boys make mistakes, they're a bit nervous. You know, they've never liked before in public, they make mistakes. And he says that if, you keep on correcting they make mistakes and you keep on correcting them and it's going to make them even more nervous and they're going to make more mistakes it's better not to correct them says, you know why listen to the to the lumbers of it he says because lining is Rabbonon and covered abrius is derisa you see that's, that's, that's clever and I believe there are some shuls where they have a blanket rule not to correct by mitzvah boys for that not to correct if by mitzvah boys make a mistake they let 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 them make a mistake don't, you know, don't start up with them. Okay. So, God will cover the Brias. Cover the Brias. Human dignity is so great. It's Now, Rashi says, what does it mean, Loisasa? The have a minute of the Gomorrah is that it's any Loisasa. Any Loisasa that there is. The human dignity if there's a question of human dignity, it overrides it. But am I? How can that be? We just said that if a person walking down the road realizes he's got shatners, right, which is a, it's a derisa, he's got to take it off. And what human dignity is there to walk down the road with no clothes on? 
We said because ain't chokhmah, ain't tuvulah, ain't eitzel and So how can it be doicha every? Sorry, how can it be doicha every single life sasa shabatayra? Ain't chokhmah, ain't tuvulah, ain't eitzel and negdashem. Zegem Rabba Shabbat Kamedra of Kahana. Right now we're only talking about one love. We're not talking about all the love in the Torah. We're talking about the love to Loisasa. Loisasa says in Pasha Shabbat, he says Loisasa, you mustn't veer away from what the Chachomim say. So what it means is what the Rabbonim say. Yeah, God will cover the bris. It's Doicha Loisasa. Which Loisasa? Loisasa, which means the Rabbonim. So says the Gemara as follows. Says the Gemara as follows. They laughed at that. You know, when he explained what Rabbi Shabbat said, it applies to Loisosel, they laughed at him. The love of Loisosel is the Raisa here. The love of Loisosel is the Raisa. Because they thought what he meant was, you know, the Rabbonon, they sometimes they interpret what it says in the Torah. For example, in, in the Torah it says, you should put on Tzfilin. What does it say? Now, if you just read the whole title of the Spainanecha, you will have no idea how the tefillin should look, how it should be worn. So the Chachomim came along and interpreted what it says in the Posse to explain Tartophus means tefillin. So he's talking around and saying, so so that's a proper derisa. In other words, the Chachomim are just interpreting, explaining what the derisa means. So it's a proper derisa. How can you only say it's a drabonon? Um, Rav Khanan says Rav Khanan no Gavar Rabba Omer Milsa if a great man like Rav Shabbat says something like Tachichale don't laugh at it Kol, no what he means is like this Kol Milad Rabon Asmechinu it's not talking about the Chachomim interpreting the Posuk that's definitely a derisa. no it means what authority have the Chachomim to come along and get, make a Gezeira when derisa there is no such Gezeira? That is from the love of Loisosir. And therefore, because of human dignity, they allowed it. In other words, it's saying exactly the same thing as what we said before. When we had the case of Besa Pras, or what was the other case we had before? We had Besa Pras was one of them. The Aronis was also Midrabonim because of the Halal Tefach. It's saying exactly the same. Because of the Loisosor, that is, that is the post that gives the authority to Chachomim to make Gezeras. In such case, if they make Gezeras, then the human dignity gets suspended. So for example, the Oval, who you could follow down the road, that's the, again, human dignity, or again, to go to meet the Balcha Yisrael, when, if if it's only you're only being over an isadrabonon, then that's fine, and we don't say ein chachma ve'ein eitz ve'ein tzvuna k'neged Hashem. Only applies to to, to arises. Right. I think we'll I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. This is very nice.